Bygones, the Animate Beal Rewatch Podcast. I'm Laura Jane Parker. I'm Eleanor Parker. And we rewatch every episode of Ali McBeal for your delightment. <laughs> uh, and we have rewatched every episode of season one through our 2018 eyes. Yes. Those old things from last year. <laughs> we so, like, now retired. Last season. <laughs> um, but before we have surgery to install our new 2019 eyes, we wanted to do a wrap up episode yes. of everything that happened in season one, all the high points, all the low points, and discuss. Yes. Get into the nitty gritty of the like season wide as a whole. Yeah, and also take, sit back, take stock of everything that happened, and decide <laughs> process. <laughs> yeah, go through therapy basically, um, so that we're fresh, ready to have to our go. twenty nineteen eyes ready to inspect season two. Box fresh. <laughs> yes, exactly. So. Quite a good thing to do in this episode, and um, to take each of the main characters in yes. turn and discuss their story arcs, I suppose. This okay, season. yeah. So there were seven main characters, uh, like build, like had star billing okay. um, this season. So there was Ali, Billy, Georgia, John, Richard, Elaine, and Renee. Okay. So I thought, let's go through all of those yes. and see how we feel about cool. where they started, how they ended up. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so first, Ali. Because I'm bitchy. God has no love for the bitchy. So, obviously, she started the season somewhat out of sorts. Yeah. In a very she, different space. She, yeah, she was... Physically, working, emotionally. Well, she was working in, like, a very corporate, normal, in air quotes, like, uh, uh, office, and then was being horribly had, harassed. I think she thought she had life all planned out. Like, she knew she was on the right track, yeah. and she knew where she was going, and then... Billings was uh, sexually assaulting her, really. Sexual yeah. harassment. So, life um, and Billings threw a spanner in her carefully planned out yes. life track. Yeah. Um, and pushed um, her into the path of Richard. Her, her, literally pushed yes. her into the path of Richard. What a coincidence. I know. Um, and she started at Cajun Fish and ran straight into the path of Billy. Yes. Which is a massive curveball for her yes. and really kind of sent her on a spiral for much of the first half of the season yeah it took it her a long time the season to figure out yeah i mean that was the major selling point i think of season one is yeah. like this love triangle between and it was certainly sold as like uh a yeah. love triangle that you know will they won't they yes uh what's she gonna do yeah like isn't Georgia an annoying shrew? Like, yeah. You know? um, but it's interesting how we didn't receive it as that no, this time round. Not at all. Yeah. We didn't buy what they were selling. We no. bought something different. Yeah. We saw something different and we liked, we much prefer seeing Georgia and Ali be friends yes. than Billy and Ali be and friends. And to the show's credit, they did create that for us. Yes. Like, yeah, that's not imagined. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so it was good that they did show the nuances of the situation, yes. I think. Yeah. Um, but if you think about where Ali ends up by the end of the season... Yeah, I think she's... Because especially, like... Uh, I mean, like, literally the last shot we see of season one is yeah. her, like, laugh-crying about her year because obviously we have John says to her earlier in the episode, like, if you replay your year and it doesn't bring you either tears of joy or laughter, consider the year wasted. And considering how, like, negative Ali is, yeah. like, and has been 
for like she is just naturally inclined to be pessimistic yeah. like we've talked about this yeah how that is her kind of natural instinct yeah like to have her actually appearing to be grateful for the experiences that she's had that year they good, good or, or bad. bad yeah like it just being sort of thankful that they happened at all yeah um was like yeah like that is personal growth yeah like so that's nice to see yeah and that stuff with billy doesn't appear to have much as much sway with her she as it certainly, used to they had i mean there was a lot of I mean, it all built to a head, didn't yes. it? Yes. There certainly lines were crossed. Yes. Um, and boundaries not uh, upheld. <laughs> yeah. And, and Georgia had to step in, and to her credit, she did step in yeah. and be like, "Enough is enough." Like, enough Work is enough. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, she um, stepped in, and but to Ali's credit, since that big three-way ultimatum that yeah. she gave them. She has stayed away. Yeah. For the most she part. has. I think the only time we've seen them be somewhat intimate, really, or maybe the only couple of times, maybe only once on the Annie McBeal show, but we saw them hugging in the practice. Yeah. Like the practice crossover yeah. episode that was aired That's on true. the practice, yes. not on Annie. Yeah. Um, but then we also saw them having a discussion when Georgia had her pregnancy scare. Um, yes. They had a intimate, a more intimate conversation, not anywhere near the extent or flirtatiousness of previous conversations, yes. but they did, Ali admitted that she found the whole thing difficult. difficult. But I don't think that conversation crossed the line in the same way. I mean, I don't Certainly think... Certainly not fa- from Ali's... No. Like, I think Billy was wrong to go after her. Yes. Like, I think here, like, I was really annoyed for Georgia, for her husband running after... Ali to make sure Ali is okay yeah. about Georgia's pregnancy. Yes. Like that, I think. It was it, a grey area, and certainly Billy was more in the wrong. Yeah, than I, don't, Ali. I don't think Ali was in the wrong for feeling that way. Because you can't, like, you feel your feelings. Yeah. Like, but I, I don't, that didn't mean that Billy had to, like, she had, she I think she could, yeah, she, yeah, I think she could. Um, I think she was capable of processing that by herself. But Billy, but Billy wouldn't let her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's not perfect, the relationship no. at the moment, but it's certainly a hell of a lot better than it had been. Yes. But that needed to happen. very much at the beginning, she was always running to Billy's office yes. to talk about whatever, like, and she's not doing that as much yeah. anymore. Yeah. I think she also went through some, like, if we forget Billy for a while, she's had some interesting growth in terms of her attitudes towards finding love. Um, Like, at the beginning, she was very much like, well, I thought he was the only one for me. And, like, she was all like, but he's not. And now I have to, like, find a husband. And, like, it's Mm. really... Like, she had some very questionable attitudes when it came to dating and, like, what she can and can't do. Do you think that's changed? Um... Certainly by the end of the season, like, if you think about how she was with Cheney and when she had that stupid book, The Rules, like, at the beginning of the oh, season. Yeah. Um, I think um, meeting Greg and having the relationship she had with him, although it was very short-lived, and then how she was with Bobby, which is the last mm. dalliance we've seen of yeah. her have, she was very much like, no, I'm going to kiss him. And, you know, she was taking the bull by the horns a lot more and seemed a lot 
more carefree. Assertive about yeah. what she wanted. And yeah. not unless, like, worried about what they would think of her doing certain yes. things. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I get... Yeah. And with Greg to a certain extent as well. Yes. No, I, I think agree. Glenn brought... I mean, for all Gre- Glenn's faults, and I'm no Glenn fan, let no, me tell you. But I feel like that was the turning point for her. Yeah. When she was like, I find this guy attractive, and I just want to sleep with him. I don't want anything more. And don't get me wrong, I think she went about it in a really... Weird way, way, yeah. Like, oh, but he's leaving the country, so it's okay. Like, yeah, like, weird, matter. justifying. But I think yeah. her doing that um, and actually taking the plunge on acting on those, like, perfectly feelings. fine yeah. feelings yeah. actually meant, was went some way towards I'm her feeling like, actually, it's okay, bit, yeah. you know, for me to be a bit more carefree and, like, not yeah. worry about my promiscuity and that kind yes, of thing. Yes, and my respectability yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'd agree in that, yeah, in that regard, like, her attitude to dating and romantic life yeah. is has shifted a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, the other aspect of Ali's... Uh, life in terms of um friendships so it's not all about romance but she has built some new friendships this year that have been challenging but also taught her a lot in equal measure like she's um like obviously she had renee before the season started but their friendship is i always enjoy watching them together i feel like they should have more i mean don't get me wrong i think there's been issues, particularly with the Renee, the big Renee storyline mm, this season. Yeah. And with her friendship, how yes. the way she's acted as a friend towards yes. Renee. But I mean, she's also started to develop a really good friendship with Georgia, which yeah, we, I, I love like, watching. Yeah. I think uh, her John friendship with John is, is lovely. Great. Yeah. Um, and um, even with Richard to a certain extent, although I feel like she sees herself as like Richard's like moral compass, compass that, so, yeah, and that, therefore that gives her the right to like interfere interfere which I yeah. don't like no I don't and I, I mean I don't yeah I, I yeah I mean I, I think I certainly love seeing her interact with Renee and um well it's not hugely problematic yeah and um John and Georgia yeah friendship with like See, I don't think you can call say that she has a friendship with Elaine yet, though. No. I think that that is still very much a colleague... Work in progress. Yeah, and... I think and, Elaine would love to have a friendship with yeah, her, I but think, I think she's she's got a lot of work to do if she yeah. wants to have... That's in, Ali's got a lot of work to do, not Elaine. Yeah. And I don't think Ali necessarily wants a friendship with Elaine at this no, point, which actually I don't makes me think, a little bit sad. Yeah, I think it's very sad that Elaine is chasing this more intimacy with Ali yeah. that Ali doesn't appear to want to reciprocate I never with. enjoy that when they no. treat Elaine um, horribly. Poorly. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, you know, she's as much an integral part of the gang yeah. as anyone else, but she always gets shit on, and I don't yeah. like that. No. And I particularly don't like when Ali does it. No. But she's also met some, like, periphery characters that I think, um, taught, like, Stephanie, how can we forget oh Stephanie? Oh my god, yeah. I think her friendship with Stephanie taught her a lot. Yes. Even though it was just one episode. Yeah. Not just about, sort of, loss, but also just being more open-minded. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, that was a really interesting episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, she's got herself a really, a sort of, a support network that she never had before. 
Yeah, I think before you very much get the impression it was just kind of her and Renee and her family. Yeah, and her family at arm's length. Because yeah. we've barely seen them. No. Um, her career, we should probably talk about because that's also an important part of people's mm. lives. Like, yeah. obviously she's had a massive change in her work life. In yes. terms of going from somewhere that was very corporate, not much kind of... It didn't seem to be the sort, same sort of firm as Cajun no. Fish, where your personal life does blend into your no. corporate life. And I can't work out whether her working somewhere like Cajun Fish is actually good for her or not, because maybe she's the sort of person who does need to separate more her personal yeah, life. Yeah, possibly. Life. But I think the kind of impression you get is like that kind of company is very cold compared yes. to the company she now works for. Yeah. Like, and uh, I don't know, I guess uh, if it makes you happy, like where you work, like yeah. there's something to be said for that. Absolutely. I mean, and I think it is just a case of building your ability to have boundaries and keep them. Yeah, because my question would be, is it actually making her happy? Um, on balance, I think the answer is probably yes. Yeah. But there were a few moments in the whole Billy saga where I was yes. like, I'm not sure this is making you happy. And yeah. it's a very big ask to expect yes. someone to work side by side by not only your ex, one true love, yeah. but his wife as yeah. well. Like, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a lot of emotional yes. baggage to, like, yes. carry around with you every day. Yeah, and interact with every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there were times this season where I was like, you should just leave. But yeah. then, there, but then I think she's managing to come through at the other side yeah. by the end of the season. So and be good. like, this is not the only significant relationship no. I have in this office. No, it was with Billy. Like it's yeah. like John as well. Yeah, like exactly. I think um, yeah. So moving on, Billy. Why is everything about you and Georgia? How do we feel about Billy's? arc this season has he had one like well, he's gone I, from... I think he's just been the same he's not i don't think I don't all think he's, he's done is change been butthurt with ali georgia ali georgia, georgia. ali <laughs> he was butthurt with bobby for a while oh yeah in the yeah, practice yeah. episode oh and glenn and yeah art classes <laughs> yeah absolutely he's been butthurt a lot of men that his wife or Ali might be interested in, yeah, or attracted to, yeah. Um, he, yeah, he's um, he just comes across as a man child, like that's yeah. the only man baby, and I just cannot understand why anyone thought he was the right person for anyone. Yeah, well, it's like just... at no point during the season have I been like, oh well, okay, that explains it. Yeah, like, like, I, mean? I, don't, I don't understand why he was painted to be the office sensitive male like no. john is the sensitive male yeah. yeah like i'm just like billy's just he's only sensitive about his own feelings yeah like not anyone else's he does act like a child he does completely like, throw even, his toys even... out the pram professionally when he they got that big case in the practice oh, the and it was suddenly yeah. you got something from billy that we'd not had up to that point which is some insight into his like career goals like yes. i really want to take on these like serious serious yeah. like life or death like cases yeah um because we'd not really known anything about why he's a lawyer or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. up to then um and even then he was like but hurt he was just so like 
oh, Bobby's not telling us this, and they don't think they think we're stupid, and and then he just took out on everyone, everyone else, and said, well, you're all idiots. Yeah, like you know, and it's like, well, why are you working here then? Exactly. Like you've yeah. got so many reasons not to be working yeah. here. So why are you still here? I find it odd that he does work there. Yeah, this. yeah, really odd. And the only reason I can think of is that he loves the position that he's got Ali and Georgia in yeah. with him as like the king of the castle yeah. in the office and like oh I can have attention from any of these two women anytime I want yeah you know? yeah yeah and also like he is friends with John and Richard yeah like his bosses are his mates yeah um, it's very boys club yeah don't and I think like and I don't maybe think in other job. firms and I think in other firms maybe the people at the top of the tree are going to be just a bit older than him. Yeah. So it maybe is slightly harder for him to get into that, be as matey with them as he can be with Richard. A lot of what gives him his self-esteem is his status with Georgia and with Ali. Yeah. Like, they prop him up and make him feel good about himself. So if he was at another firm, he wouldn't have them... Doing close that at hand day. to do that yeah. all day. He certainly wouldn't have Ali. There'd be no. no reason for him to ever interact with Ali again if he'd just gone to another firm. Yeah, yeah. He'd have Georgia, but she'd just be at, at home. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. I just... The, everything about Billy makes me want to vomit, to be honest. No, I, I, I don't really see what... What redeeming features does this man have? I'm yeah. not sure that he has any. And even at the end of this season, he was still like throwing his toys out of the pram with Georgia because things were boring. And I'm like, well, you have to take responsibility. Yeah, that. I'm just like. And like his answer was, let's fuck on a conference room table. Well, to be fair, I think that it was, was George's, George's but idea. like he went along with it. <laughs> his idea was, let's not comb my hair one day. <laughs> like I was just like, wow, Billy, like what an imagination. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I have. Uh, well, it's difficult because we know what happens uh, with future seasons, but mm. like watching this season back, yeah, I think if I had if it had aired like now and I didn't know what was going to happen, I'd be like, I have serious doubts about this relationship. No <laughs> way is it like healthy. No, not at all. At all. Not at all. Coming on from Billy to Georgia, unacceptable for you to sniff my shit. So she had a somewhat interesting arc this season in that she wasn't part of Cajun Fish when we started. No, she was just Billy's wife who um, worked at another farm. And we didn't see her for a little while. Yeah. Um, then she turned up and it would have been super easy for her to come across as the other woman, like the shrew, if yeah. you say. Yeah, But she's not. She, no. I, I really love Georgia and I think she is... I think she's often the bravest character yeah. in terms of being emotionally brave and yeah. being like, I'm not having this shit. Like, you two dancing around each other, yeah. like, to Billy and Ali, and being like, you know, cards on the table time, let's sort this out. Yeah. Like, let's work this out. Cause this I think is the moment she did me. that was yeah. the best thing that anyone has done in the entire season. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. that was like, finally, someone yeah. has called the courage yeah yeah and like at a huge emotional risk to her yeah but she's like i'd rather that than this crap carry on i'm not having it yeah and i think honestly that is probably like if i could give an award to someone for like best 
commendation for anything, <laughs> Bravery. any action taken yeah, this season, yeah. it would be like Georgia. Like oh, no yeah. one else has done anything that's come close. Yeah, as ballsy as that. Yeah. I think, yeah, she could, like you say, she could have been really painted as like the awful wife character. The, yeah. The one that Billy isn't that's really... super jealous yeah, all the time and, and like hates Ali. Yeah and, yeah, and isn't really meant to be with Billy. She's just the obstacle in yeah. between. Like, yeah. And it's just like, no, she's a really lovely person. Yeah. And you can see why uh, a guy would want to marry someone yeah. like Georgia. And, and you, you know, you just totally... And she's nice and she's so understanding and is willing to get to know Ali and be friends with yeah. Ali and yeah. she really didn't need to no. she didn't she have really any just, obligation no. to Ali whatsoever like she had no reason to interact with her at all no uh, so at the beginning I mean she kind of does now that she works there yeah but um, but I, th I would say the only thing that I don't like about Georgia is that she's married to Billy. Yeah. Because if I was her friend, I'd be like, get out. Get out. Like, get out. Moron, you deserve better. Yeah, like, you could do so much better yeah. than this baby. Can you imagine being friends with Georgia and Billy? Like, imagine if you were Georgia's, like, friend from way back, and then she married Billy, and you had to, like, hang out with Billy all the time. <laughs> like, it would just be the worst. It would be And you wouldn't awful. really be able to say anything to her. Unless no. He, like, uh, uh, she'd probably come to you and be like, oh my God, um, he's starting to lean on his like ex-girlfriend at work. Like She'd probably be like, oh, so Billy's ex-girlfriend works at his new firm. That's and a bit weird. Like, and you'd be like, oh, oh, okay. But she'd be like, it's fine. Like I'm going to talk to her <laughs> and I'm sure it'll be fine. She seems nice. And then, you know, a few months later, she's like, so... He won't leave her alone. Like he, they constantly <laughs> talk to her, each yeah. other, and at that point, I think I'd be like, "Girl, I think you're leaving." Like, <laughs> I, what is going on? Yeah, completely. So, I think because uh... newsflash, none of us like. Him. <laughs> yeah. We hate when he comes around for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no. I think you'd do a lot better. Yeah, no, well, exactly, and I, I, I think that's true. I think the only thing that makes me sort of lose respect for Georgia is the fact that she isn't recognising... And recognizing she constantly enables And panders him, to him and his... his man-child behaviour. Brattish-like behaviour. The thing that I hate the most in life is where you get amazing women marrying these man-children... Yeah. ...who clearly have not evolved past being a toddler. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, why... Why have you hitched yourself to this wagon? <laughs> like, you don't need to. There are plenty of men in the world who don't. Who are actual grown-ups. also, you have kids. It perpetuates, because you have kids. Yeah. And, like, they look at their dad and think, oh, this is the way men behave. And yeah. it's like, no. No, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that like, to I, the next generation. Exactly. Like, but I think, like, yeah, and it just... Thank God that pregnancy test was negative. <laughs> I mean, quite. That was the other thing that happened with Georgia this season. Yeah. So she started at Cajun Fish, um, and she had a pregnancy scare. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so how she ended up, I'm trying to think, compared to the beginning. Well, I think she's obviously gone through massive change in her relationship. Yeah. And I think there's a massive question mark over what their relationship even is going yeah. forward. Because at the end of that final episode, at the they're end of the season, trying to spice things like, up. This is boring how do we yeah. sort it out yeah which is never good no like i'm not saying relationships don't go through peaks and troughs but like this went through a massive trough in that billy was running to get emotional yes. support from, from ali from georgia yeah um and that 
in a twisted way made their relationship better. better. And Georgia called time on that and was like, no, whatever our successes and failures, I want it to be ours. Yeah. Fair enough, but it seems like they're not having many successes. <laughs> that it's just gone boring. So, and I think we'll that's see. The thing. Like, I wonder whether the reason they were so disappointed when they found out that the pregnancy wasn't actually happening was because for a moment it was exciting because it was changed. Something different, yeah. yeah it but was band aid babies do not no, work. No, exactly. That is not a reason to have, have a, a child. baby. No, exactly. So I just think like that's what they were mourning the loss of the mourning the loss of change of in their in life their yeah exactly I and i just think and so now we've hit this place where they're just like oh actually let's fuck on a conference table. yeah <laughs> maybe that will solve our problems <laughs> i've got these new shoes uh yeah so, and i cut my hair what else is that <laughs> and I, have to say, I just feel sorry for georgia going into season two because she deserves better yeah yeah and I can't wait for her to leave him. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> John. John. Please stop throwing shoes at me! So we didn't see John at the very beginning of season one. No, he was very kind of like... He was not commissioned for the pilot. No, but, and, and he was very kind of like... It, it took a... It, it, it was like he was a very introverted kooky person and we couldn't it took a while for us to kind of crack open that we didn't person. spend a lot of time with him at the very beginning of the season because i don't think peter mcnichol signed on as a full no star. no he wasn't yeah. he was a guest star yeah. for a while yeah. so it took a while for us to get to know him but then once we have like yeah. cracked open that person and got to know him better it's like oh you're really lovely and you're and he's layered like he's so interesting and there's so much we don't know yet yeah about him yeah like i think his mind is very interesting he's intellectually very clever but he also emotionally sees things in a very different way to a lot of people and i think that is endlessly fascinating and yeah. we only get to have that deepen and and um you know more of the colors filled in as we get to know yes. him more over the yeah. season so i'm really looking forward to that yeah and um, what i'm hoping he does because this is one thing that i've noticed is that um he does <laughs> there are times when richard does things and and gets away with it and i'm just like John is a partner in this business. He actually does have the power to turn around to Richard and say, Stand don't do that. Him. Yeah. Like, and I wish he would exercise that power rather than just letting Richard do what he wants. So, yeah. like, like for instance, when, like, Ali and Georgia had a big go at Richard being like, we will not be used yeah. this way. You will respect us, la, la, la. And he effectively was just like, oh, well, that was titillating. Like, see you later. Yeah. I wish they felt they could go to John and yes. be like, he's not respecting us yeah. as lawyers. Yeah. Because John does colleagues. stand up to Richard occasionally. Yeah. But um, I wish there were just, there yeah. were times where Richard crosses lines with his colleagues, with his employees. Yeah. And, and nothing is done about it. And yeah. John is actually the one who has the power to do that. Yeah. And I wish that he would exercise that because I think... 
I think that is a fault with him I think that he doesn't it is do a that. fault I think it's a fault that a lot of small business owners who didn't necessarily set out to be like leaders mm. they just wanted to not work for someone else so yeah. they started their own firm but I think it's a fault that a lot of them have particularly male I have to say because um, I've worked for a few of them but they, they, they I think they kind of have this attitude of well I'm sure they can sort it out themselves like I don't need to get involved yeah, like, and it's like weirdly shy of confrontation yeah, but it's, it's like, like you it's your have business that responsibility yeah, yeah exactly yeah. And, um, you are responsible for what goes on in that company yeah so if your partner, your equal, your yeah. peer is doing something wrong, well, it is on yeah. you to correct that. Yeah, for sure. You know? And it's funny that they don't think they can go to John. No. Weird. Yeah. Um, and how he ends this season is interesting because we finally get kind of a bit of his backstory with Hayley yeah, turning up on yeah. the scene um, in the sort of penultimate episode. Yeah. Um, so we get a bit of insight into... Because um, John's romantic life has not been particularly lucky no, thus far. No, I mean, at the beginning of the season, he was arrested for sleeping with a sex worker, which yes. I don't necessarily morally have a problem, problem with, with, because um, for people like John who do find it hard to... Interact socially. It, yeah, yeah, it can be a way of getting your needs Dealing met, that, yeah. um, which is fine and important to do, because yeah. they're human, just like anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think he finds it very difficult to meet people who understand him. Um, I think um, the fact that he met Hayley, well, he says in that episode, doesn't he, it's only Hayley and Ali that have really ever really got him, him which yeah. I feel so sorry for him. I know, that must be lonely. It must be lonely. Um, and for, for him to, like, with Hayley, it was this big unrequited love I story know. that, you know, that once she got married, like, he didn't really he's kind of stopped being our friend really yeah and it's yeah it's sad and it's really then sad. it even it makes it sadder that the next person who sort of got him was Ali and they had this kind of stop start yeah stop, start. how do you feel about the fact because that was that was one of the things that was hinted at at this season yeah that John and Ali might potentially start yes. dating but it never got off the ground no like do you are you sad about that or do you think that was the right decision For me, I think I would find it to... It would narrow the world of the show quite a lot because Ali wouldn't be able to, like, meet other people. John's in the firm. He's her boss. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like... For the show, I think it was the right decision. Yeah, it was the right decision for the show. And I don't think... um, I mean, I just don't think the romantic chemistry was really there for them so it's I not much prefer them as friends yes um but i do want john to meet someone yes yes definitely i talking of john and relationships is not really romantic relationships but i do really like his friendship with, with elaine yeah i think whereas elaine's friendship with richard goes into the um what's the word inappropriate strange place she will yeah. offer herself sexually to him yeah. on multiple occasions which I do not like don't like and um, she doesn't she has done that with John but it's for some reason it's it's not really stuck it's kind of she stopped doing that she she has stopped doing that but it is more um she has done things she like help like, she's like almost supportive. coaching him yeah in how to find romance yeah elsewhere yeah, yeah. rather yeah. than being like I can be a stopgap she's like no let's 
find you a woman. Like, yeah, how can yeah, I yeah. help you? Oh, like, your smile therapy is going really well. Yeah. Oh, this is how you kiss without dribbling. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's putting it through, like, boot, boot camp. Like. <laughs> um, but I do, I think they are very cute together. Like, yeah, they're they very can be sweet. Because he can, he's not, I don't think. I think she makes him feel sometimes that he's not, like, weird and, like, a freak. Yeah. Like, she's like, no, you are cute and you are attractive. And, and also, I don't think you've ever seen him be mean to no, Elaine in I've the way I that others have. have. Yeah. yeah. Richard certainly takes things out on Elaine, yeah. whereas um, I don't think John does. I don't does. think I've seen John do that. No. He's always very, uh, uh, I don't know, tolerant of Elaine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, so... Talking of Richard. I, I don't want to attach anything audio to her. Ugh. His arc this season, uh, a lot of it focused on Whipper. Yeah. And his relationship with Whipper. I'm so, I do not like this teasing at the end of, oh, yeah. we might get back together. I'm like, I don't want you to get back together. That was a shit show. I think the last thing <sighs> Whipper needs certainly is exactly. to get back to Exactly. Like, and I'm sorry, but Richard needs like some kind of intensive psychotherapy boot camp like he is so repressed and just uh full-on in denial about any kind of feeling we got quite a bit of um insight into his uh backstory and his emotional state of mind more so than john i would say this series because we got when his uncle died we got some insight into his um I don't know, like his uh, the reason why he is the way he is yeah. in terms of he didn't get a lot of. Like, I think Whipper mentioned like she didn't. He didn't have a very strong relationship with his dad, so that's, that's why, why he was uncle was more of a father yeah. figure. Yeah. Um, so that is intriguing and explains a lot of his behaviour yeah. sometimes. He's a, a funny old figure. I mean, funny literally, haha, but also yes. intriguing because he's obviously like he's started this firm he's a, he's meant to be like a similar age to Ali and Billy although the actual <laughs> sure. um, but um he so he's very young to be yeah. in the position that he's in he's yeah. clearly from some wealth otherwise why would Definitely. you be able to set yeah. up he cares a lot about wealth and yeah. status um but he is deep down, I think, very, very insecure, probably in huge part because of his relationship with his dad. Well, because his, his parents had a horrible divorce, yes. didn't they? they he, did we find that out this series? We do, yeah. because he talks to Whipper about yes, them right. fighting and him, yes, like... Yes, that's right, and that's why he's so scared of commitment with her. Yeah, and it's but it's just like, mate, like, you have issues. So many issues. That means that you're not a really great person to have a relationship with. Like, yeah. you need to go and look after yourself and work yourself out. Yeah. And get some healthy emotional coping mechanisms yeah. like and maybe a rethink of your life priorities yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, because he chases the shallow yeah and you can't be you, you can't, can't be build content. a life on shallow you can't be content in shallow yeah like it's empty it's yeah. inherently empty and he'll end up and, alone and, and sad yeah he will he will definitely if he doesn't rethink yeah his priorities and his his uh, like what's important to him. Yeah. Like he will end up a sad, lonely, oh, man. empty man. Like, and 
with they nothing. rarely go on to do good things. Yeah, <laughs> and I just think like you're just you're gonna be like that typical kind like that you know the Scrooge like you'll yeah. be the man with all his money yeah. but nothing else and that really. Like, I know he jokes, like, that's all he wants, that's all he needs, like, yeah. that's, you know, but that's what, it's bravado. And, and that's what everyone wants, that's what everyone really wants. But it's bravado. And it is complete, like, it's bullshit. Yeah. And actually, when you catch him on those vulnerable moments, which he's only appears to have ever really let Whipper see, mm. I don't think he's really shown that side to many other people. Maybe, Maybe John. a little bit Ali when she like insists, but not much. Mm, I think he. I think he's a bit more guarded with her. I think yeah. he's. I think the people we see him less guarded with is Whipper. definitely Whipper. Yeah. But I think John as well. I yeah. think John he can be a little less guarded. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the most vulnerable we see him is with Whipper, and yeah. that's when it's like so fucking obvious that everything he spouts is a load of crap. Well, with Whipper, some of those conversations he had when they were, like, breaking up and stuff, he just looks like a little boy. Yeah, and that is all he is. Yeah. And so that's why he needs all this status and this money. To because obscure that to, to distract down, he's a very scared the fact that he's a vulnerable little boy, little boy yeah. actually. Like, a very hurt little boy that never worked out how to comfort and self-soothe that didn't yeah. involve something unhealthy or shallow and how terrifying that he is now in charge of people's <laughs> lives yeah. by running a firm like. and also I think you know it's made him majorly like he is a corrupt person in yeah. a lot of ways like the fact that I mean he does kind He's of morally be- questionable yeah completely like <laughs> Fifty Shades of Morally Grey yeah, <laughs> like, you know sure. yeah. it's completely like he is someone that will appear to do a decent thing out of the goodness of his heart in some episodes. So, yeah. like, I'm thinking of episodes like uh, uh, Boy to the World, yes. where he gives Stephanie a job yeah. out of the goodness of his heart, yeah. effectively. Yeah. Um, and... Even Georgia, when she needed a job. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then like, uh, but then do things like, turn around to clients and say you don't need counselling you need to get vicious and sue this give person. me money yeah, yeah like that's so irresponsible and morally uh corrupt thing yeah. to say to someone who's clearly in pain like i mean also and then the way he handled the whole sexual harassment lawsuit that elaine was trying oh, to bring on the firm i God. mean that was a real low point for yeah Richard, that was yeah um this season i mean he did not handle that well at all but no. but what i think the deep down the reason he didn't handle that well was it was nothing to do with necessarily the context of the lawsuit it was more he saw it as a rejection yeah. of him and his friendship and the place that he'd built for everyone yeah. to become friends to be he's like fun. this is not fun anymore yeah. it's like well Richard you this is people's livelihoods yeah this is this is, <laughs> this is workplace yeah. and you are responsible for it so yeah. you need to but deal then with that those is that is uh, a sign of not only his like emotional immaturity yeah. but his privilege yeah the fact that he is just like well, fuck you all. If you aren't, if you don't like it here, we'll shut it down. We'll start something else. 
like because I'm rich enough to do that. Yeah. Like and I and I I, I always when you like that flashback early on, like I think it's episode one where you see him in like college yeah. being like piles, piles and piles, piles and piles. Yeah. Like you definitely get the impression that he came from a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. so this is a man that has never no wanted for anything. Concepts of yeah, of, any any kind of scrabbling for money. Yeah, like money me. is a problem yeah. for for people when they don't have, have it. it. Yeah. Like and he's never had any experience of that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just, yeah, he he just, he's, he's completely just bumbles through his, his world, yeah. like not realising how, how much... He's got for other people. And has very little understanding of his responsibility towards yeah. the people he employs. Well, that's not why he started the firm no he just started the firm because he he wanted an extension of college no idea why he took law because i mean coming on to his career he may have a firm and that's fine but he is a questionable lawyer lawyer. sometimes he comes out with a somehow good argument but i think a lot of that is to do with his education and being able to string a sentence together and his privilege of feeling that he has the right, right to, to argue to be uh, to, to commandeer the floor so yeah. to speak yes um, I think when you grow up in that privileged educational yeah. sort of it feels lane, comfortable you're you. comfortable orating yeah. at a moment's yeah. notice yeah. and you can like just spin an argument and make people listen to you because you feel that they should yeah um, I think when you come from a less privileged background you're always got in the back of your mind constantly probably for your entire life a little man or a little voice saying um you, don't, you shouldn't really belong here. You yeah, don't really like, know what you're doing. Yeah, which you have to fraud. constantly overcome in a yes. way that these people don't. Don't. They don't believe that, that the world owes them something. Yeah. And I, I just... Uh, and that they're entitled to entitled be Entitled to it, exactly. Yeah. And I, and I think, like... So I think his, yeah. his like... I when he does whether... make good arguments, it's more kind of from that rather than him actually being good at it. Yeah. I mean? And I actually wonder whether lawyer is something maybe he was pushed into I by his parents. I absolutely think it was. It like, was like doctor, lawyer, lawyer. And he was like, doctor's too messy and like hard work. And yeah. Lawyer, I can just build my own law firm. Exactly. And like then sit back and watch everyone and else watch work. And watch the money rolling. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, Which is why we don't see him in court very, very often. often. He always treats it as like a day out when yeah. he's in court. He's like, oh yeah, finally, I haven't been in court for a while. Seems like fun. The bit he enjoys most is in front of the cameras, which yeah. says it all. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? completely. He's constantly like watching that back. Yeah. like, look guys, yeah. look at me. I mean, I, I really love that episode. I can't remember. It was like the first time he goes into court like that I think we see in the episode and he's walking through the courthouse and he's like, is it this way? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, 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 pretend you know. Like, I find it really funny because again, he does look like a little bit of a lost boy. Like, yeah. where am I going? Yeah. <laughs> is Nanny going to meet us there? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So yeah, I mean, in terms of how Richard ends up at the end of this season... Um, Just being like... Yeah, I really don't like that he was... Uh, really disrespectful to Whipper in that last um, case with with him and uh, and yeah he's managed to wangle his way into the door being cracked open potentially for them rebooting yeah I'm just like fucking let it go let it go like and I and I do wonder whether it's a thing of like he's just like well she 
who else is she going to date if not me? <laughs> like, I do wonder if there's a thing there where it's like she might just be desperate enough to come back to me, <laughs> which is horrible. Awful. Yeah. And I really, I can't actually remember. How I it can't works remember out. how I it works she out. She says no. Yeah. So, Elaine. The first demand was only that she stop walking around in her slutty little way. Yeah, Elaine was very much kind of like, I think, the very much at the beginning, she was portrayed as being like just a kind of irritant to Ali. I think the show was portraying her, like pushing that narrative on yeah. the audience right from the get go. Yes. But it was interesting that both you and I watched on this rewatch, like, didn't buy that. Yeah, we were like, like, hang on a minute, she's, she's just good doing at her, her job. job. Yeah. And Ali is being shitty to her for no reason. Yeah, I mean, I'm really glad that, because, I mean, I'm, they probably will bring it back at some point, I can't remember, but they, especially at the very beginning, would often have her talking and having her head getting bigger, which I really hated. I hated that. Um, and they don't appear to do that very they often now. That often yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't like the way everyone, or not everyone, but a lot of people within the firm treat Elaine. This is, I feel like this is ramped up towards the end of the yes. series because I feel like Elaine's arc, I mean, she hasn't really had a massive character arc this season. She's just basically been on the periphery. I think we just... We've I seen think she's her been, uh, open up a bit. We've got a bit of backstory about her. And also when... that she isn't... Like, things that she's clearly interested in sort of inventing things. Yeah, I was and... going to say, we know, we've learnt... Well, first of all, it was like, she's this irritating assistant that Ali has. And we were like, no, that's not true. <laughs> then it was like... Fake news. Um, yeah, exactly. But then we were like, oh, she's actually very entrepreneurial yeah. and um, creative. Mm. And, you know, you have to be kind of smart to be able to put together prototypes. Of, yeah. You know, she's very business minded. Yeah. She's... Like Alice said when she was on a few episodes ago, like she's actually wasted at Cage and yeah, Fish, like yeah. doing admin work. Yeah, completely. Because she could go and start a like, business doing whatever. She's way smarter than the job that she has. She should go and get like venture capital investment on one of her better inventions. Yeah. And just run with it. Because, yeah. Because like she is totally wasted at Cage and Fish. Yeah. She doesn't get the chance to exercise any kind of creativity or no. um, entrepreneurial. You know, and I wonder whether that's why she's um, uh, gets so sort of hung up on gossip because yeah, I think she's like bored. she's bored. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like um, I think they've shown her constantly wanting to ingratiate herself to kind of be accepted as a peer by the guys at Cajun Fish, and yeah. the, the guys at Cajun Fish are constantly pushing like, back against pushing that. her, yeah. knocking her back in their place almost. Yeah, yeah. And that, I felt like that got um, amplified a lot more in the back half of this season, mm. with Ali just like, I don't know, just having her shitty outburst to her, where we learn all about her backstory and why she seeks, why she is attention seeking, which mm. is absolutely heartbreaking, mm. and obviously caused me to be like, you're a fucking dick, Ali, because yeah. nobody knows what's going on behind yeah. closed doors, and you do not. Have you right had to no right to do what you did. Anything. Yeah. Um, but then also, there it was kind of ramped up after then. Like Ali's still like throwing stuff. I at know, her. shoving a suitcase yeah. in her chest, and like, I'm just like rude. Yeah, you are. You treat us so, so rude. rudely. Yeah. And the rest of them do. Like she's just the like, as we've said, several she's times, a whipping emotional boy. Yeah. punch bag, like yeah. whipping post, like 
people just there for everyone to just shit on when they're annoyed with the world. I do see her as the like the dog that gets kicked. kicked. Yeah. Like I do see her that way because like yeah, it's just like oh uh, who's around that I can just shout shout at without much repercussion. Like because she's she's not someone that's gonna gonna stand up for herself. And I just think someone needs to come in and call them on that. Yeah. Because it's not cool. It's not okay. And I think like um yeah, so I do think there is like an evolution of character from the beginning where it's just like she's a bit kind of one dimensional irritant person yeah. that they kind of like you say, it is very much things, yeah, yeah, like it that is sort of really banged on about by the show, like really emphasised by the show. Yeah. And then as we go through, it's like, oh no, there is more to this person. Yeah. So by the end, like I think like it feels But then again, like I'm like the last scene we see her in is like Richard and her talking and her being like, Yeah, I'm a slut, so I'm here for you if yeah. you want me physically. And it's just like, uh... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I really hope that we start seeing her be treated with more respect by yeah. everyone yeah. Uh, soon, because I'm not enjoying how they're treating such a wonderful character at this point in time. And I hope she stops, like, offering herself up to really, But then if we, we know what we know from her backstory, like, this is yeah. a pattern that she's had for a long time. Yeah. And it comes from a place of, like, deep insecurity. Yeah. Because she's like, they're not accepting me for me, so what, what else have I got what, to offer, yeah, you know? I, and it makes me sad. sad. It's very they sad. They need to start accepting her for her well, yeah, and valuing I think, her for Yeah, her. I think if they just made an effort to just bolster her self-esteem. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't be doing half of the stuff that she does. It wouldn't take much. Yeah, it really wouldn't. Like, she's hungry for the crumbs that they yeah. give her when they, when they do. So, I mean, yeah. we'll see. Mm. Season two, I yeah. can't really remember, actually. I can't, no. So, then uh, Renee is the final star. You're screwed now, babe! <laughs> so, Renee spent a lot of the first part of this series just being Ali's like truth teller yeah tea spiller yeah best friend at home black best friend black best friend yeah, yeah. Um, and then we got to the kickboxing sexual assault incident uh, which was I think really badly handled yeah, by the show yeah um, because they were trying to push this very 90s narrative I think mm. of um, it was kind of her fault, wasn't it? Yeah, look at her. Kind of her fault. Look how she acts. Yeah. Yeah. And I reject that with so much. Every breath of my being. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I agree. Looking at it with from today backwards, I'm like, I cannot believe that that was... Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, well. Yeah. Well, well this gosh, is what you get. That's what you get, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, best not, best not go out being sexually aggressive. Yeah. Or like, just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad being... that as young teenage girls we would have taken that message away. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. think that's I think that's really damaging. Yeah, I agree. Um so we had that and then I think the one thing I think I am pleased about by the end of the season is she had that win over Cage yeah. because John tried to psych her out of it and I'm so pleased that he didn't win that case yeah, because yeah. I think Renee needed to stand up to him and be like, no, like, I'm, I'm still, I'm I'm still, still powerful good and good yeah. and I've got 
value. Like, you were trying to make me feel like I wasn't good at my job. And I know he wasn't doing it, as you say, we talked about this in the It wasn't malicious, it was was just hardball, it's what you do as a lawyer. And I think if we'd seen Renee sort of not be able to cope with that, it would have been really sad, because it would be like, well she's really been beaten down by this whole thing case. yeah like she is you know her very like self-esteem and like uh she's like completely retreated into herself yeah. it would be awful to watch but actually what this says is like she's not gonna be um, yeah. pushed down like she's not gonna be broken by this yeah. she will come back completely and i think because i i definitely i think i can't remember how it goes like my memory is terrible but i just I did notice in the episode after the whole sexual assault yes. thing that the way she was sort of dressed and presented made her look yeah. really demure and, and it yeah. really upset me to see a character feel that way after that. So it's good that so it kind I'm of hoping, ended on a more positive Yeah, so I'm season. hoping in season two she'll kind of get back to how she was yeah. and be unapologetic about it. Yeah. Because I just, I don't... She, she, I just think the show trying to punish her for being herself yeah. when herself is fine. Like, the way cool. she walked through the world was absolutely fine. Yeah. And you tried to make her feel that it wasn't, and that yeah. wasn't okay. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Bad, bad show. show. Bad, bad, bad show. Bad show. <laughs> uh, so, the other character, arguably, in the show is the music. <laughs> I think, you know, Vonda wasn't a starring, she wasn't billed, she didn't have star billing in the no. first season, so we haven't got her as, like, she doesn't get and a she character isn't a story ca- a ca- Yeah. But um, we can't not talk about the music no, in the season. No, um, So what, for you, was your best Vonda song? She did a lot. Can you I pick think, a best? I think my favourite Vonda, sh- Vonda song uh, is Tell Him. <laughs> Because obviously, like, I mean, if you subscribe to our uh, or follow our Spotify season one playlist, you'll see there are a wealth of oh, songs yeah, yeah, in the yeah. show. I mean, to... if we're talking about covers, it's Tell Em. If we're yeah. talking about, like, of all time, then I really love Soothe Me, which is her own original. Yeah. Yes. Like, and that uh, was in the Stephanie Boy to the World. Yeah. yeah. Like, But if we're talking about explicitly covers, then I think it's Tell Em. Yeah. I, I just really love her version. Yeah. Like, I just think there's... It really suits her voice. Yeah. And I, I just... It's, it it's is iconic a peppy song. For it is an show. iconic song Like, when people think about the show, they yeah. probably think of, like, Uga Chucka. Yes. Which actually isn't Vonda singing No, that. no, no. Um, or they think of maybe Neighbourhood. Yeah. Um... Searching my soul, obviously. Or, yeah. Um, Tell him. Yeah. yeah I think. Sure. I think. Yeah. Cover versions. That's my favorite. Yeah. Love it. I think I might go for Dream Lover just because 
Yeah. I love it. Every night I hope and pray a dream lover will come my way. I, I, just, I love the original. I do love the original, but I do like what Vonda does with it as well. Yeah, so I think I love the original too much to love a cover of it. Okay. So, um, whereas I think I think maybe because I knew Vonda's version of Tell Him before I've ever heard the original. the original. The other one I really like is. Oh, it was the one where she has the affair with the professor. Yeah. And like she sings it at the bar. Like I love the my favourite Vonda songs are where they really nail like what's going on in the it's episode. It's like the Greek chorus. Yeah, exactly. To what is going on. And that yeah. is like a really good example. Yes, of that. it is. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um. So yeah, I love that one. How about um your favourite like performance by a cast member? Because we had a couple of. I think these get ramped up in future seasons. Yes. So we had a few in We this did, season. yeah. I think my favourite is in this season from Smokey Joe's Cafe. They do, don't they? Um, and that's one of them. Yes. Um, but I think I'd never heard of it before. No, this... I'd, I'd never... Yeah. Um, before watching it here. Before, yeah. And I... Because I remember back in the day seeing this and it would have been like the really early years of like, like Napster and things yes. like that and trying to find this song... And I just didn't, I had no, that I didn't know how to look up like where this was from or yeah. what, and I never found it. Yeah. And then it was just like, I think it was only doing this with you that it was like, it reminded me of that song yeah. and how great it is. Yeah. And then I was like, and oh, their... it's from here. It's on Spotify. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. And their performance <laughs> is of it so much is fun. so good. And I love so much like, fun. Elaine comes out with hair extensions. Yeah. Like, like, they all look amazing. And they all sound amazing. Yeah. Like, they're so good together. Yeah. And I really love And the... it's like a celebration of just female womanhood yeah like, and I, I mean it. I have to say like the verses of the song are really like problematic problematic yes. but that chorus like blurred lines yeah but I mean like <laughs> that chorus is so like, like I'm gonna cook and clean and do everything you need because you don't need to do anything because you're a man and I'm a woman <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like. like. I'm sexy and domesticated. <laughs> I'm a domestic goddess. Because yeah. I'm a woman. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You like, just put your feet up and just burp and fuck. I'm a woman. You put your feet up and watch me cook dinner and then eat your dinner. <laughs> yeah, so it is so not great. Yeah, like the verses is like... But the actual performance, like, performance yeah. and that chorus, like if you, 
they I'll have, say it again. Like, they have to do, like, at some point, I would love it if someone did, like, a feminist version of that yes. song. That if would be amazing. any of you are listening and have that kind of musical skill... Ability. Ability, which we clearly do try, not. but I don't think we do a good job. Um, <laughs> if you can rewrite the verses with better lyrics yeah. and, like send it to us we'd, yes. we'd be happy to like read like out. if Beyonce did like yeah, an, a, a reworking Rehash. of yeah. I'm a woman like that would be like the oh, cherry on the amazing yes. yeah so yeah ignore the verses that but that yeah. chorus is great my favourite performance by a cast member so I do always like the Christmas performances yes, they're really yeah, fun so yeah. I really liked um, Did was it Elaine that did Daddy Kissing Santa Claus yeah I saw mommy kissing she said Daddy <laughs> Kissing Santa Claus well Daddy can kiss Santa Claus too Eleanor don't be so just you know gender binary gender binary exactly <laughs> anyone can kiss Santa I mean probably not children that would be weird but yeah oh my god performance yeah it's gotta be Dr. I knew it would be I knew it (laughs) yeah and he's like yeah that was so Renee and Renee and Butters yeah Buttering up. Yeah. Pick me up off the floor. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to just give special mention to uh, Richard's Christmas. Yes. That yeah. perfor- like that performance um, with the audience interaction is yeah. so much fun it to watch. It is really fun. Yeah. It is really fun. So yeah, the music's been awesome. It has. Yeah. And please, if you want to hear more of it, like check out our Spotify playlist. We've yes. collected every single track, that the original they do. from the yeah. day, and we will obviously be doing the same with season Continue, two. Continue, yeah. Um, so I think this, um, the next thing is probably Annie's romantic life. She okay. has. Okay. Had quite a few dalliances with uh, men this season. Um, so I want to know from you, who's your favourite romantic entanglement she's had? Because <sighs> um, obviously there was like Cheney right at the beginning. There was Cheney. Um, she dated a rabbi. The rabbi. For a little while. Yes. The salad dressing guy. Salad dressing guy. It's Glenn. Uh, yes. There was... Um, I mean, obviously, she thought about kissing Billy, which was horrendous. Yeah, no, we did not enjoy that. No. Doesn't count. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there was Glenn, obviously. Glenn, yeah. Um, Greg. Greg. 
and Bobby. Bobby. There might. Is there anyone else? anyone else? I don't think so. Those were the main ones. Yeah, I think so. Um, see, this is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing. There's physical attractiveness, mm. and then there's like personality attractiveness mm. and compatibility attractiveness. Okay. Sure. And I just think that I really like Greg Butters' attractive voice. Doesn't. <laughs> yeah. He's a very attractive man. Yeah. With a very attractive voice. Yeah. And just very attractive. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, I think the guy that plays Bobby is really attractive as well. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing with Greg is I just, I do find him hard work as a as a personality like as a romantic i think i, f- was... I find him really hard work i think because he... he just was like ev- I, I just cannot get over every time he would start something flirtatious with her she'd flirt back and he'd be like excuse me and i was just like what are we doing here what why why start why start this if when I reciprocate, you're gonna act like I'm some mad fucking woman who's done something really transgressive by flirting with you. But when she managed to like just, I think maybe he was just nervous, and also I think part of it was because he knew in the back of his mind he would applied for this job that he might get. Then don't flirt with her. No, but he can. You know. No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna take a hard line on this. <laughs> I feel like Greg was really hard work as a romantic interest for Ali. Like, I I really think he was skittish and kind of all over the place in regards to what he wanted when it came to her. And I think if he'd got his head straight and in the game, then it would be, it would have been fine. But he just was just all over the place. And I found that really off-putting. Right. So... I don't really think she's had anyone that I'm like, woo, great person. Because Bobby, I think he's attractive. But, again, he's just like... I mean, at least with Bobby, like, she... He flirts with her and she flirts back and he doesn't, like, get scared and run away. She kisses him, he kisses her back. But then, again, like, he turns around and is like, oh, I have loads of baggage and it's just not a good time for me right now, so... Well, he's allowed to say that. Which is fine, but then it's like, like I say, I felt a bit, like, about him when he was like, oh, I just need a little time, because I felt like the implication was Ali, he, that he was asking Ali to wait for him to sort his life out. Yeah. Um, until it was in a better place for him to like, date her, and yeah. I was just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. should she? Also, like, you're from another TV show, so <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't even be here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so, but I think those are the strongest contenders for me, because I'm just like, Glenn is a douche canoe, Cheney was just like boring as fuck and just like, and like really moany when she was having a really hard time yeah just being like <laughs> what about my weekend in Maine no one cares about your fucking weekend in Maine yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, um, and just yeah and then like the rabbi thing I mean, I think, that so, never really got off the ground the rabbi thing no I mean and it was it was very odd 
like in terms of they were just really horrible to each other like, we're like this is attractive uh, yeah exactly yeah. and I'm just like that doesn't feel like a healthy yeah. place to start a relationship no um, sound addressing guy I'm just like well we didn't really get she wrote him off so quickly yeah. like we didn't get to know him at all yeah 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 so like uh, can't really say with, yeah. with him but what who uh, had the best kiss with Ali I think it's probably Butters. Yeah. I think it is. Finally. One for him. <laughs> um, I want to say that I hear you, but I don't agree because I think Greg was impacted by the fact that he was worried. I think he was worried about getting Ali's emotions entangled with him and his emotions entangled with her too much, knowing that he could potentially, and what did happen was be called away to start this other job. Um, so, but I think he was very attracted to her, which is why he would start the flirting. And I think he, I think he's just more nervous than, um, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing because when Ali did eventually push through the nervousness with the pips, he was very reciprocal. (laughs) (laughs) So I think all Ali needed to do was just not be put off by his excuse me and just push through. Because sometimes when you push through, they're like, oh, okay, fine. I'm just kind of like, well, then just be fucking honest with her. Like, put, like, I just think, like, if, if I, I was, if I was, honest. no, no, but I feel like it would, I'm not saying he was being dishonest, but he was omitting a big reason why he was kind of, because she turns around and is like, we stop, we start, we stop, we start. And he's not actually turning around and going, look, I, I really like you, I'm really attracted to you, um, but the thing that is going on is that in the back of my head, I, a yeah, couple, of, is, couple of months ago, I applied for this, yeah, and but, I don't know like, if I'm going to get it. At what point do you it. bring that out? Because that, that's like, I think, never really, like, I don't think you wanted to be like, her to be like, whoa, mate, we've only had like a date, like there's no point to talking about your future, like, like, don't worry about it. I don't think you didn't want it to, like, scare her off. But when you don't know that there's even going to be a potential future for it, why even go down that road? Well, why even have a day? He didn't even know that it, there was a future. He could have not got the job. I, I just, I, it, in my opinion, I'm just like, just say what's going on in your life. And then she'd understand. Yeah, maybe. And then you can both decide together whether this is something you want to explore or not. Of all of the people that she interacted with this season, I think Greg was the best one. I think he was the most well-balanced, like, person in terms of... Like, he seemed... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, but he seemed like... Like, a stable person. Yeah. That... In terms of like, I think, I think if he just sorted out like, if if he just turned around and been like, this is a situation, yeah, and then she would have known what was going on. Yeah. She wouldn't be second guessing yeah. herself, yeah, and and then maybe that would cut through some of his like, excuse me, like yeah. skittishness, yeah, 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 like and and I think like then I think what if you'd removed that element of it, yeah. I get the feeling he would have been a stable person to hang for, for Ali to sort of, like, be with. Mm. Like, because I think she needs a stable personality oh, yeah, sure. because she is so neurotic. Yeah. yeah. 
And I think he would have been a good match for her in that regard. <sighs> yeah. Had had all of that, like, yeah. Okay. I think if he hadn't had to move away and they'd gone on with their relationship and yeah. it had actually become a relationship, a relationship yeah. I think he would have made a good partner I'm for her. I'm just saying, let's not write Greg off. I'm not right. writing Greg off. I just get annoyed at his behaviour. Some people are nervous. Yeah, well, get over it. Suck it up. <laughs> like, there are ways of dealing with it that don't make the other person feel like a mad woman. Okay. <laughs> so, coming to the tail end of this episode, uh, where we review the entire season, what is your best episode would you pick? Uh, I think it's Boy to the World. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. I don't think we've had an episode that is that affecting. No, I would agree. I think I have to throw my weight behind. I think it is the most, the one that really resonates. Yes. I think I did... pulls at the heartstrings. I think I also um, really enjoyed... Is it Cro-Magnon? The one where she meets Glenn. Oh, yeah. Just because of the way they juxtapose the kind of boxing. The fighting and the sex. That kind of visceral, animalistic, like, I just want to fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's, I think the fact that it's Glenn is what I know, I know. But we didn't know bad things about him at that point. No, but I, 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 Glenn just isn't my physical type anyway. Yeah. So I was never a big Glenn fan. And another high point of the season as well for me was finally watching I mean it was ridiculous but finally watching the practice yes like concluding <laughs> parts of that I know it's not technically an no, but I mean but it was my god so fun my god to watch a part of the Ali McBeal universe that we'd never seen before yeah and it to be so surprisingly and different. mad yeah <laughs> Completely mad. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was great. It so was really, good. like we were just like, what the actual fuck is what going is on? The roller coaster that we're on. <laughs> we were not expecting this. So crazy. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, it was um, funny. On the flip side, what was your worst episode? Um, I don't know. What's your worst episode? It's a toss-up between the fatphobic Harry Pippin one... Yeah, that was in my head. ...and the Renee episode, like, where they do the Renee trial and Ali has a go at her about, you need to get it. That is so depressing. And that upset me. I think that, like was more of a gut punch upsetting um, yeah. than the Harry Pippin one yeah. but the Harry Pippin one was, is also pretty bad yeah like, I think because obviously you're more emotionally invested in Renee Renee than, than, than Harry Pippin yeah but yeah I think I think the constant like fat phobia that's weaved throughout like yeah. the Harry Pippin one did make it like a real bummer when it ended yeah like, I remember being so like <sighs> Yeah. Afterwards, but whereas, yeah, like the just the betrayal of Renee as a character, by the show, yeah, like over that episode and being kind of like, yeah, you're too much as a woman. You are too much. Yeah. And you need to tone it down already. Yeah. Like, otherwise, this is what you get. Yeah. Is was just such a horrible message. Yeah. 
to and the race layer to that yeah. that you kind of uncovered when we talked about it with Alice on yeah. that season that was uh, on that episode that was um, and it just and it, nasty yeah and I also just it found, really left a bad taste yeah really did mouth. and the fact that also what I really hate is that thing of like when someone is shitty to a person and then someone else turns around to that person and is like oh she has such a good friend in you yeah and it's like no she doesn't like yeah. she's just been and like awful. the whole world is like gaslighting you into yeah, being into like being oh maybe like, it's me that's wrong it's yeah like, no honey no yeah like mo- like moments like the bit where that woman that gets her foot tickled in the middle of the oh, night. Oh, God, yeah. Like, and literally the whole world turns around and goes, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this. Yeah. <laughs> and you should consider meeting up for coffee with him again. Right. This serial sex offender... Is, you know, like, prime boyfriend material. What's wrong with you? I know, it's insane. <laughs> it's like... He didn't do anything wrong, really. Yeah. And, it's like, and you're not really hurt. It's just... It's like, oh my fucking I'm like, god. Am I going insane? Like, what's exactly. happening? Yeah. And I just feel like that that's what's so upsetting is when something really wrong happens and everyone tells you like it's either not a big deal, it's not wrong, or you brought it on yourself. Yeah. And then everyone congratu- congratulates themselves around that person, being yeah. like, oh, we're so good to this person. Yeah. You needed to know that you have a problem. Yeah. And, and I'm a true friend by telling... It's just like, oh, Yeah. Oh, like, Renee needs to get a new best friend. <laughs> yes. I have to say also, honourable mention for worst episode is the episode where... Ellie, uh, the episode where Ali uh, imagines her and Billy kissing because I was like, oh. <laughs> that was just disgusting. <laughs> I do think there are also a couple of episodes like towards the end, but not actually at the end, that are very filler. Yeah. That felt like nothing was really like, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They weren't really doing anything. Exactly. And I feel like they deserve a bit of a sort of like. Stop drinking. Yeah, like, Naughty. come on. Come like, on. yeah, put something in there. Put something in there. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, all that remains for our wrap up is possibly the most exciting part oh! of this episode where I get to crack out my spreadsheet. <laughs> that shite. <laughs> well, I crack out my spreadsheet and we discuss and uh, where I reveal who has won the Verdict of the Week leaderboard oh my God. for this I season. I am on the edge of my seat. So, to remind everyone, at half halfway through the year, halfway through the season even, we um, had, Billy was the most guilty. Yeah. Um, by quite some, like, by two points, which right. is quite a big margin. Um, whereas, um, Richard <laughs> was the most not guilty. That was the shock of that the season. That nearly far. fell off her chair. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> So let's see I how really hope. have moved around. <laughs> oh, God. So. Okay. So. I'm ready. Uh, shall I start from. Give it to me! <laughs> who's the most guilty and work our way up? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so who do you think is the most guilty? I uh, just want to remind everyone of the kind of logic of this. So if people got a not guilty verdict, they got a point. If they got a guilty verdict, 
they would lose a point. So basically, the the final leaderboard is based on their tally of um, net points after you add them and take them away. Yes. Okay. So I think it might be... The most guilty. Billy or Richard. Interesting. Okay. So... Billy is the most guilty. Yes! <laughs> but can I just say, it was on a knife edge between oh, yeah. him and one other character. So, so Billy has got five guilties and no not guilties. Yeah, so he well, is like straight guilty yes, right down the middle. Yes. The next person above him is Ali with four, really? minus four. So she had seven guilties so she actually had more guilties than billy but she got three not guilties and if i hadn't have given her a not guilty in the final episode of the season she would have had more she would have no oh my god so wow there you go but i actually think that's fair yeah i think it's fair that they are both if you just did it the based on guilty. how many guilties Ali would have won wow. because she's got seven that's yeah. a lot yes. Billy's only got five but she has got more not guilties okay so then working our way up from that yeah. we have a tie in the the next kind of guilty place which yeah. is between Elaine yeah. and Cheney okay. so they both got two two guilties yeah so they're like the next one up yeah um and then we have another tie um so the minister at professor dawson's funeral (laughs) and judge walsh both got one (laughs) guilty um so they're both at kind of minus one One, yeah um and then we have one person who is just on zero so neither guilty nor not guilty and that is georgia Okay. So she got three guilties, but she also got three not guilties. So she's just... Okay, she's neutral. Neutral, yeah. So now we're into the not guilty portion. Okay. So who do you think is the most not guilty? Uh... Renee? You are... got the most not guilty she got seven not guilty wow good but for she her. also got two guilty so she ended up with a total of five. Oh. um but i think a lot of that was to do with um how she well a her truth telling with ali always, yes but also how her um sexual harassment thing was handled sexual i think we, thing, we wanted yeah. to yeah not harassment sorry assault um we wanted to Yes. acknowledge yeah. that it was not okay. She was not treated well. Um, yeah. You have to take quite a jump to get to the person who is most in the running to, like, challenge Renee's Renee. dominance. Okay. Um, but it's quite a jump. They've only got two points. Oh, okay. Um, and it's Hayley. Oh, wow! <laughs> uh, from a couple of the episodes, because you and I both found her not, not guilty. guilty. Yeah. Um, so, that you know, Renee's got a massive three-point lead. And then behind Hayley is basically everyone else because <laughs> there's, like, everyone else has got one point. So that's uh, Richard, who had four not guilties and three guilties. You've got John with two not guilties and one guilty. You've got Whipper with two not guilties and one guilty. You've got Stephanie with one not guilty, Greg with one not guilty, and Tracy with one not guilty. There you go. So yeah, but if you took it, take it as in terms of percentage of screen time. In regards time, to how many episodes are in. So the most guilty yeah. 
is a tie between the minister at Professor Dawson's funeral and Judge Walsh because they both got one a episode, guilty but they were yeah. both in one episode yeah. so they were guilty 100% of the time yeah. and the most not guilty is Hayley because she got two, two not, not guilty because she was in one, one episode, episode so she was 200% not guilty <laughs> so uh, yeah oh there you go there you go cool I like it Was did it turn out the way you expected um Yes, I think, well, not so much expected, hoped. Yeah. Because I think that's the thing, is like, I had expectations midway through the season, only to have them like severely like dashed when I found out that Richard was the most not guilty. I'm glad he's been knocked back down. down. I mean, he's still in the not guilty heart, yeah. but only by one point. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I was surprised by how much of a lead Renee had. Yes. Um, similarly, I was actually quite shocked at how many more guilties Ali actually had in terms of pure numbers than Billy. Billy. But she just happens to have redeemed herself more. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, interesting. So let's see how that yeah. changes. We'll, what we'll do for next season is wipe the slate clean and start again. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll see how it all plays out. Okay. And then will we, like, when we come to the end of the thing, all together be like, who got yeah, the most? Yeah. yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 If we get it that far. Overall If we get that far. So yeah, we hope you guys really enjoyed season one and yeah. experiencing it along with us. We've so enjoyed having you come with us on this journey like, yes. and all the friends we've picked up along the way yeah. um, don't worry um, we will be back before season 2 starts um, with a mailbag episode so mm-hmm. if you haven't got your thoughts hopes and dreams for season two <laughs> and about season one into us, please make sure you get that into us soon because we're recording very shortly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we've loved it. It's been it's a been wild ride. a real blast, hasn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, can't wait to uh, answer all your questions and then start season two. Yeah, completely. So until next time, bye, bye guys. Every time I kiss your lips, my mind starts to wonder.